the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Brutally cold weather blasting much of the nation. Heavy snow and strong winds. Temps have fallen below zero in several states, and the worst is yet to come. Governors from New York to Louisiana declaring states of emergency. Salem Radio Network's Joy Hudson says there's a major unknown in Monday's Iowa caucuses. And it has nothing to do with politics. Yes, they're they're accustomed to cold weather, but we're looking at minus 7, minus 12 degree weather. So does that keep people from going to their uh, caucus meetings on Monday? We'll just have to wait and see. He says Iowans, though, are dealing with extreme weather conditions. They've been there and done that before. Near record cold in Kansas City will make for an extremely frigid NFL playoff game tonight when the Chiefs host Miami. This is SRN News. This week on the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Tiffany Justice of Moms for Liberty. Instead of the government system listening to the parents who are the stakeholders, they shut us down. They literally shut off our microphones. They changed citizen input at school board meetings. One of our own moms called by an FBI field office after having spoken at a school board meeting. You're making peanut butter and jelly in the morning, and you have an FBI agent calling you about your speech. Stream the Michelle Tafoya podcast at Salem Podcast Network. Another full hour of Mitch Burt with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. But first, a quick look at your weather forecast from the Genovations Region Weather Center. Tonight's low around six below zero. Cloudy skies throughout the evening and overnight hours. Tomorrow, to cap off the weekend for your Sunday, mostly cloudy and cold, high around zero. Monday, partly sunny and cold with a high around zero as well. It's AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, Headliner Edition, Hour 2, coming up. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. The number to call, 651-289-4488. We are, of course, uh, heading towards our 20th anniversary on the air. Uh, we, in this case, being myself, the headliner edition. Uh, Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up at 3 o'clock, just an hour out, uh, live here in studio with uh, the cast of thousands. And Brad Carlson, of course, every Sunday from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot, of course, would be not incom- uh, would not be complete if I didn't mention, of course, fellow Charter Narn member King Banyan over on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, talking economics every Saturday morning from 9 to 11. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, they have to keep us to eight hours a week altogether just to make it fair against the rest of the entire Twin Cities media. Case in point. There's another talk show here in the Twin Cities at a much lesser station, a station that used to dominate the Twin Cities market before AM12A The Patriot uh, dominated uh, Jack Tomzak's message, me taking umbrage at my uh, cast of thousands reference. I'm talking, of course, about the guest list that he has. He has uh, probably the deepest Rolodex of anyone in Twin Cities media. Rolodex. Kids Ask your parents what a Rolodex is. That's what I'm referring to, Jack. Come on. At any rate, uh, we're talking about uh, another talk show at a much lesser station, the the station known as The Good Neighbor. I'm not going to give their call letters. If they want me to promote them, they can pay me and the station to do so. Uh, And they perhaps they should because they are. (laughs) I remember uh, when I first moved into the Twin Cities radio back uh, in the 1940s, seeing the numbers that they had were just, they were the top rated uh, AM station in the country 
far and away. I mean, nothing uh, had a had a market share like 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 uh, the Good Neighbor at the time. And today they are well, kind of like us with arguably a bigger budget. Uh, anyway, one of the hosts on 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 this lesser talk station is a fellow named Jason DeRusher. Now I've known Jason casually as a casual acquaintance for years. He's he's a decent enough guy. He was a morning news anchor and a TV reporter before that. He comes out of TV and it shows. Uh, he's he's but he's a he's a good broadcaster. He, and he the show he does is straight up classic good neighbor. I mean a lot of fairly down the middle. Uh, when it gets into politics, it's sort of the nice center left traditional DFL digestible material that 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 uh, the good neighbor <laughs> almost said it has has always kind of led with. I mean it's the sort of stuff that's that's digestible for your. Your 1980s DFLer, really, 1990, early 90s DFLer. And let's just say it's not the kind of talk radio that, that dives in against politicians. I'll just I'll be down the middle and say politicians in general, uh, like a Bengal tiger going after the last bag of Cheetos at a Grateful Dead concert. I know, I just mixed my metaphors there. No, like a Grateful Dead fan. After the last bag of Cheetos. There we go. There we go. So, Grateful Dead reference. Kids, again, ask your parents or maybe grandparents these days. Anyway, Dave Matthews fan. Thank you. A Dave Matthews or Fish fan diving for the last bag of Cheetos or brownie at a concert. Anyway, back on track here. Jason DeRussia is perfectly fine guy. He, run, he runs a perfectly decent show by lesser talk station standards. <laughs> I'm smack talking ever so slightly here, but point being, and the serious point is this, I think it's fair to say that somebody like Governor Klink can go to a show like, like that of Jason DeRussia and not, and expect fairly rationally not to get roughed up verbally, rhetorically, intellectually, uh, by the host, it's all going to be pretty much, hey, how you doing? Tell us about the fishing opener. So what's your take on a couple of these things that get brought up? Well, the take came up on, on an appearance. And by the way, I should point out that every couple of years, not long, around inauguration time, I send out a raft of invites to uh, media representatives of, uh, let's just say, DFL politicians around the state. I send them out to, to Governor Klink. I haven't done it to Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. I prob well, there's no need to. They're basically the same thing. Uh, to to all of your, your your main DFL officials. I mean, your Tina Smiths, your Amy Klobuchar's, your your Amy Mag uh, uh, was Amy. Uh, what's her name again? My congressional representative. What on earth is her name? Uh, that's how little of an impression she makes. Betty McCollum. Oh man, she she literally makes no impression whatsoever. She's like. She's like Zelig, except she doesn't actually appear anywhere. What about who's the other one? Oh, uh, Ilhan Omar. Oh yeah, Keith Ellison. Uh, you know, we'll see. Dean, I should send one to Dean Phillips. He might actually do it. He won't, but he might. Uh, Angie Craig. Oh, forget about. It. I, I send them all invitations to come on the show, and I rarely do I get back so much as a rude. Take a, a long walk off a short dock. That's how I can say that on a Salem station. But I diligently make the effort. And it's a standing thing. I say, anytime you guys want to occupy a seat in this studio and have a, con a, a polite, mannered, civil, but acerbic conversation with someone who, let's just say, has questions about your approach to governance and, and much of life, uh, feel free. I am not a plate-throwing, howling uh, howler monkey, as, as Nick Coleman used to refer to us. None of that. As evidenced by the fact that I had R.T. Ryback on the show 15 years ago. Back when R.T. Ryback was considered pretty far left of center. And if you're a conservative or uh, a, a mainstream, down-the-middle person anywhere outside of 494 and 694 still kind of is left of center. Here in the Twin Cities, he would get escorted out of a DFL caucus after getting maced uh, 
by the DFL crowd, uh, the DSA crowd that is currently stepping up into position to run the DFL here in the Metro in the next round of elections. Mark my words. But we had a, at this point, it was Ed Morrissey and I had a great interview with him. He said he'd come back and do it any time. He didn't. He was out of office within a few months. But I'd happily interview him or Mayor Fry or Mayor Carter, especially Mayor Carter, because A, he's my mayor. B, he felt empowered to crash my caucus four years ago (laughs) in a friendly way. He introduced himself to the opposition in his city the city he was the mayor of, I should say, and, and, and I was perfectly happy to to entertain him there for a couple minutes. And but I'd be more than happy to have any of them on the show. It would be an acerbic session, but everyone would survive. There'd be no need for security to be called, and uh, but there would be questions. Now, not disparaging Jason DeRussia in any way. Again, I, I consider him a a good, casual, perhaps as casually as mathematically possible acquaintance. We we occasionally back and forth on social media ever so slightly to the extent that, uh, and he does that to a greater extent than most Twin Cities mainstream media people. And by the way, if I worked at a, a station that was less prominent than this one, I, I would probably play ball with uh, with the rest of the media, too. But point being, if your governor, Clink, someone who has spent the last, well, his entire time in office, especially this last three years, ducking the media and making a pretty concerted effort to to have no presence in the in public, other than selfies of him eating corn dogs and donuts and pizza, uh, shackled by the ankles to apparently Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, who's never more than ten feet away, presumably holding his remote control. I, I, I that would be the broadcast I would pick if you really, really wanted to not disturb your Greta Garbo-like isolation from public inquiry. That would be a good way to do it. Again, not disparaging to Russia in any way. He's got his niche. Bloom where you are planted. Anyway, uh, Governor Clink went on the, the this afternoon broadcast the, uh, earlier this week. The broadcast with uh, with De Russia on the less uh, one of the lesser talk stations, actually uh, in the ranks of talk stations in the Twin Cities. I mean, we're at the top. The other one, uh, the other conservative talk station, the former Rush station, not far behind us. They're good folks. Uh, the good neighbor trailing a bit, kind of a, a, a middle and third. Uh, Minnesota Public Radio down there and forth. And the the, uh, the, the the progressive talk station, a distant last place. I mean, the sound of the ground below the bottom of the barrel being scraped. I mean, I if they have a listener other than their owner, I'd be amazed. Uh, anyway, Alpha News covered the story on a Twin Cities radio show. That would be after Jason DeRush's afternoon show earlier this week. Uh, Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz dismissed Republican efforts to keep Minnesota's current state flag. Quote, Minnesota is a diverse state and continues to grow. This flag was crafted in the 1890s, said Governor Waltz, regarding Minnesota's current flag. It's highly offensive to a large number of people, and there's very little debate about that. Last month, the state commission unveiled the, the redesign of the new flag. Now, I I don't care about, well, yeah, I do care about flags. I acknowledge the fact that there are some symbology from the old flag that parts of our society, not, not a majority, as, the, as Governor Klink, uh, not even a large number, as uh, to to directly quote the governor, uh, but to to some people, there are there's imagery in the old flag that some have found offensive. Even though the most offensive imagery was was changed in recent decades, nonetheless, there you have it. I with the, we'll come back to the to to Governor Klink's appearance on the Derusha show in a moment. But I just want to say about the flag. I can't honestly say that I cared much about the old flag, but it was very much reflective of of design fashion a hundred plus years ago. 
like a lot of state flags. It was coined. It was originally designed somewhere near closer to statehood than to the present day, let's just say. And it reflects a fashion. And remember that word, fashion, that was in vogue at that time. It, it looks like an 1890s flag. You look at an 1890s newspaper masthead. You look at 1890s public art. They had similar styles about them. I, I will talk a little bit about fashion and style in flags. And then I'm going to come back to Governor Klink's deeply, well, just say D- Governor Klink's statements that reinforce his impetus to stay away from people asking him questions because he just doesn't handle them all that well. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go Nova. We'll be right back. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. To the ones who've watched our beautiful, thriving country unravel before our eyes, the citizens who have built America to be strong, courageous, and to hold fast to truth. Are you watching in real time as our rights are being stripped away? We've been silenced, fear-mongered, and coerced into big government mandates and agendas. As a conservative organization and alternative to AARP, we at AMAC recognize that it is you, the citizens of America, that band together to influence public policy, defend our Constitution, and preserve our God-given freedom. Join over 2 million citizens of AMAC today by visiting us at amac.us forward slash fight. As a member, take advantage of exclusive benefits including insurance, travel, finance, entertainment, and more. Let us be your guide, offer you everyday solutions, and stay up to date on the issues that matter most. Rest easy knowing that we are here to advocate for you. Visit AMAC, that's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash fight. Are you tired of being told to hang in there on the Wall Street roller coaster because the market always comes back? Meanwhile, fees continue to be deducted from your account while your retirement withers away? Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In the film, you'll see how Wall Street's traditional retirement plans and 401ks have failed Americans. But more importantly, you'll discover the solution to protecting your hard-earned wealth and retiring successfully. You'll see how to grow money potentially double digits, beat inflation with increasing income, and when the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. Plus, I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. November 2nd, 2020 marked the 100th anniversary of the first commercial radio broadcast. Guess what? We're still here, and we're bigger and better than ever. You can still listen to us over this great radio station, but now there are no limitations. Your smartphone is now your smart radio. Listen to us online, on the app, TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. Your smart speaker can find us, too. With radio, there's no separation anxiety. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. This is McGruff the Crime Dog with an important message. Before you think about buying counterfeit products, think again. You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call. Hey, don't forget, small business owners know that there are so many ways to reach customers that can make your head spin. Go to Salem Surround Marketing, am 12 thepatriotcom Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Talking about Governor Clink appearing uh, on a, a lesser local radio show. Perfectly nice guy, but it, it ain't it ain't uh, AM twelve eight the Patriot. Anyway, so uh, and, and the governor's remarks were how do I put this as diplomatically as possible? Groaningly moronic, but we'll come back to that. Uh, now, I try on the one hand, I try not to spend a lot of time on the flag issue because a 
that's the legislative process. Elections have consequences. And when we do, if we do get a majority back in any chamber, plus a governor one of these days, hopefully, dear Lord, uh, we're going to have a lot of things to fight. Abortion on demand until after birth, no doubt, by the time the DFL gets done this next session. Some really obnoxious gun control provisions that are now law, like the red flag law we talked about last week. The chemical neutering of children. Uh, The bottomless taxes, including taxes on wealth you don't have now. The DFL is pushing now to tax unrealized gains. In other words, gains you haven't cashed in yet. You're, You're... Stocks appreciate, you buy a stock at 10 bucks, it goes up to 20, but you haven't sold the stock yet, you're just sitting on it. They want to tax you for money you haven't actually collected and may never collect. And let's not even talk about all the other, uh, all, all the other problems that the DFL has left us with. And, and a flag. And let's be honest, effort that we spend arguing about a flag battle that we lost is effort and time and money and anger that we're not putting into all those other life-and-death issues. I'm fairly certain the DFL is counting on that and counting on creating a a lot of uh, anger to soak up the efforts of an awful lot of people whose efforts are needed and whose time and money and footwork is needed on so many other issues. And I'm fairly sure that... While I could say that the governor's statements uh, on the issue are breathtakingly moronic, I think it's also moronic like a fox. I'll tell you why. For starters, though, I want to talk about the flag. There's a difference between style and fashion. Style is fairly eternal. Someone stylishly dressed in 1925 or 1930 is still... Stylish today. Archaic style, perhaps, but stylish. There are some things that never really go out of style. There's, there's, there are, there are style, fashions from the 1800s and earlier that are out of fashion. And yet there's a sense of style that, that carries on. And fashions change as time goes as as we see with all the state flags that haven't been changed since statehood like for example the the flags of all of our surrounding states the dakotas iowa wisconsin they all have flags that that very much reflect the era in which they were designed in most cases sometime around statehood they reflect the fashions of their day because design which, by the way, was was largely the the community that that participated in this flag design effort, at least the efforts that made it down to the finals, were people who are are largely working working in the fields of design, specifically gla- graphic or visual design, which is a field that is intensely subject to the whims and peccadilloes of fashion, not style. There's a certain amount of style involved. You can tell when something is designed with timeless style. And by the way, I should say visual designers and graphic designers are part of the bane of my existence because they tend to put fashion fashion so far ahead of function that it detracts from the function of what you're trying to design in an engineering sense of the term. I digress. The... Minnesota state flag now, the one that's been adopted, my fearless prediction here, in 20 years will look every bit as archaic as the one that they are endeavoring to replace. It will look no less dated and archaic than the one we have right now, the one that's going out in 20 years, because fashions will change. Design fashions will change. And you can tell. You look at things designed by visual designers in the 1970s. Lots of burnt orange. Lots of loud, popping, soft shapes that just scream Nixon administration. They're as dated as can be. And this flag will be no different. And if the flag still exists 
in a hundred and some years, like the current flag, it will look just as dated. And by the way, the flags that people put out there as as good examples of flag design, Texas and California, they they are they have style. They're out of fashion. They they do have some style, but they they look dated. This will be no exception. Now, what did Governor Klink say? When asked about the topic, uh, Governor Waltz compared Republican efforts to, quote, somehow saving the Confederate battle flag. The governor added, these are arguments that happen with Jefferson Davis statues in Alabama. Right. Not wanting to, to, to have your flag design, the, the emblem of your state, blowing with the fashion winds at the whim of a bunch of people who practice perhaps the most ephemeral of the arts, graphic design, the most most directly, completely fashion-driven, as opposed to style-driven, discipline in the world of design, are a bunch of racists. By the way, the Confederate battle flag uh, analogy, also stupid, because the, the, the flag that is on its way out was closely derived from the flag that Minnesota troops carried in the Civil War, including the, the the first Minnesota regiment, who it's not a stretch to say saved the Union without the attack of the first Minnesota against overwhelming odds on the second day of the Battle of Gettysburg, closing up a gap in the line that a uh, let's just say a, a, a Union general that would fit in well with a DFL budgeting. Uh, legislator today uh, in terms of dubious competence charging in to fill a gap until reinforcements could arrive against five to one odds, which (laughs) attacking at less than three to one odds in your favor is generally considered suicidal, going up against one to five odds worse. And yet they did, and yet they held the line, and yet they threw the Confederates back Without which effort, by the way, Robert E. Lee would have gone on to probably sack New York and Boston and D.C. The Union line would not have held without the troops carrying the flag from which the current flag is closely borrowed. By the way, in the process, capturing a Confederate battle flag, which still flies, or not flies, still hangs on display in the Minnesota State Capitol, although I fully expect some DFL or go, hey, that's a Confederate flag. What's that doing? I'm, I'm sure there will be an effort to remove it. Uh, 651-289-4488, uh, the number to call. Let's go to Wisconsin. David, you are live and on the air. Go right ahead. Hi. Uh, I guess I think they should have just used the NSOC flag from uh George Orwell's 1984. <laughs> you know, it would have been clearly appropriate. And by the way, I fully expect that uh, in the next 30 years, in a just well, thanks for your call, by the way, David. I fully expect that our, our flag in the next four years, I shouldn't say fully, I suspect there's a decent chance that the flag of Minnesota will actually be a four a four flag combination of North, South, North and South Dakota, Iowa, and Wisconsin when they finally have to move in and liberate Minnesota. From its occupying D- from its DSA occupiers, again, Governor Clink referring to uh, the Confederate battle flag in poo-pooing the existing flag, which, by the way, was the flag. It seems really tone deaf for someone who waves his veteran status around like like a corn dog in a selfie to to t- take a ding at. Uh, Previous generations of veterans like that. On on the other hand, his his veteran status is essentially uh, without disparaging him. It's kind of a costume that he pulls out whenever he needs it. He's controlled by he is controlled by a faction of the DFL that has no respect for your service veterans. You you need to know that. At any rate, uh, so that was the uh, that that was uh, I think one of the reasons I think that you don't see. Governor Klink appearing on media because when he opens his mouth, this is the kind of stuff that comes out. Unless what he's really seeking to do is get Republicans into a hot lather about the flag and keep us from focusing on tossing the DFL when it comes to abortion. 
gun control, the chemical castration of children, and all those taxes, including their, the proposal that they are seriously pushing right now, seriously starting to roll out the big guns, if I may refer to guns, uh, to, to tax income you haven't earned yet. So if that's the case, well, maybe it's not the dumbest thing we've seen. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, join us if you would, please. We'll get back to more phone calls in a minute, including the next subject of the day, uh, the new St. Paul City Council. Oh, yes. We'll be right back. Northern Alliance AM 12A, The Patriot. Make getting out of debt your New Year's resolution. If you owe $10,000 or more in debt, before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 17 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-890-5957. That's 800-890-5957. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 366-7773 or check us out on the web prolifeacrossamerica.org Prolife Across America is educational, non-political and tax deductible Pro-Life Across America The Billboard People AM 12A The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network 651-289-4488 Hey, you want to get caught up with the top stories of the day? Then you'll love this new feature at am12athepatriot.com I am an Just click on hosts, choose one of them and then on the right side of the page you get to see, see the listen to my views on simply fill in the blank and you will find intelligent commentary on the subject. We're going to see if Jack, Brad and I can get in on this. Note to self. Talk with the webmaster, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Let's go back to the phones in Stillwater. Jennifer, you are live and on the air. Go right ahead. Hi, thanks. Um, I'm actually the one that reported it to Alpha News. I went on their site and reported it Wednesday night after I listened to the Jason DeRussia Drive Time show. Yeah. And asked them to um, report it, and he had it on, by Friday morning, an article, and with all the links. 
and shared it, and it got to you. So now you've shared it. So thank you. <laughs> well, but, th- thank you. But, I mean, I've never been so offended in my life that um, Waltz would sit there and compare us defending the Minnesota state flag to Jefferson Davis statues and the Confederate battle flag when it was the Minnesota 1st Volunteer Regiment that, as you just said, were the people who actually went and um, sacrificed themselves in a suicide mission on the second day of uh, the Battle of Gettysburg and um, died at an 82% casualty rate, which still to this day stands as the highest single uh, one-day casualty rate in American history of the surviving regiment. Yep. And that's saying a lot, considering all the wars we've been in. Worse than um, D-Day. Yep, Yeah, Absolutely. and then, you know, we fought 28% casualty rate at Antietam, 20% casualty rate at Bull Run. And, um, you know, one of the reasons that the Dakota were able to attack the, Ju- the German and uh, Swedish settlers was because uh, the men were off at the Civil War, you know? Uh, yeah. The Dakota Uprising was in 1862, yeah. and the Civil War started in, started in 1861, and um, it was largely women, children, and babies that were slaughtered that day. And, yeah. um, and people and, don't know Minnesota history, and if they knew it, they would be appalled at what's going on. And, um, and, you know, and by the way, even... and thank you for your call, Jennifer. I do uh, have I, I, great work, by the way, reporting it to Alpha News. It's uh, yeoman service. And you're right. There, a lot of people do not know Minnesota history. And by the way, when, when you talk about, about uh, comparing, as you say, comparing the current Minnesota flag, the, the, the up till today Minnesota flag, with uh, a Jefferson Davis statue, I mean, this is, this is basically throwing dirt at people. For who who largely don't deserve to have dirt thrown because there are good arguments on both sides of the Civil War monument debate. People say, "Oh, Civil War monument's a monument to racism and monument to seceding from the Union." Well, yeah, it's also a monument to most of these monuments were created at a time when the United States was trying to integrate itself back together. When saner heads realized that the the, the victors in the Civil War couldn't just keep jumping up and down on the heads of the people they had defeated forever, not expect that to be some kind of uh, consequences for a united nation. If you could imagine what would have happened if we had treated Germany and Japan as vassals for the rest of all time, yeah, I think perhaps the Germans might have turned into uh, to, 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 to a less beneficial society than they became. And, and, before you answer that, remember what happened when the Allies, at, after World War I, at the behest of Woodrow Wilson, still the worst president in American history, uh, spent years jumping up and down on the heads of the, of the not nearly as vanquished Germans, basically assuring that they would come back bigger, badder, and worse than they had been in World War I. Uh, and this was a much saner time in America, frankly, and—, and yeah, it meant that some of the the vestiges of what the Confederates fought for uh, were carried on. I mean, slavery was not carried on, but the fact that Americans fought for things they believed in and deserved respect for that, even if you don't respect the root cause that impelled that, there are good arguments on both sides. I hear and respect the argument. Well. The, the, the non-slanderous arguments of those who, who oppose that view. I, I get that. There are good arguments that deserve, in the interest of intellectual honesty, a, a, a useful hearing on both sides. Governor Klink did none of that with his deeply stupid remarks on the, uh, on the lesser talk station this past week. So, at any rate, uh, let's see what else. Ha- oh, yeah. The biggest story, the other biggest story of the, of the week, the, uh, the 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 new St. Paul City Council was impaneled, sworn in this past week, and perhaps you've heard it's all women, yeah, it's all women, uh, and and it's that's apparently the biggest news there is. It's it's <laughs> they they the St. Paul City Council in the last election. Uh, for the first time in the history of a major American city, elected a city council that was entirely 100% female. 
and this is being hailed by the powers that be in our country as in our in our state as as something to emulate now nothing against women i some some of my favorite people are women my mother was one uh nothing wrong with that but the idea that this is some big victory for diversity is how shall i put this a little bit ill advised and and kind of kind of weird because what we have here is not so much diversity as it is well alan dershowitz had a great quote on this 30 years ago when he was at harvard law he's still at harvard law school but as harvard law school was doing its first encounter sessions and 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 struggle sessions with the notion of of diversity uh alan dershowitz had a great 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 quote he he said and i use this a lot he said and i quote your idea of diversity is someone uh, in a with different color skin or in a skirt that believes exactly what you do. And that's pretty much what we have here. Uh, I mean, all the way up to the New York Times. Uh, the New York Times, I was reminded by a friend of mine, who a friend of my blog who wrote in this past week, New York Times thinks it's very important that the St. Paul City Council has elected an all-female city council. And the question, uh, and and by the way, I mean the, the the triumphalism is so thick you could cut it with a chainsaw and maybe have to change the blade afterwards. Uh, some of the quotes were were just precious. Quote: Change doesn't happen with the same voices at the table. Ward Six City Councilwoman Nelsie Yang uh, said in the New York Times article. Now the question I have is: How is Nelsie Yang different from the person who preceded her? Or how is Claire, well, she's in the Senate. How is uh, my representative, Mitra Jalali, different from her predecessor, Russ Stark? Give me a policy difference between Mitra Jalali and Russ Stark. Now, it's easier to come up with differences in policy between Mitra Jalali and Mitra Jalali than it is to come up with differences between her and her predecessor, the what we used to consider thoroughly left-wing Russ Stark. Now, Russ Stark probably barely qualifies as centrist in the current uh, Metro DFL. Uh, by the way, the, the DFL in St. Paul is out there to the left, although certainly not quite to Minneapolis levels yet. It's coming. Just you watch. But come up with the differences between the new city council and the old city council. As my friend, uh, as a friend of the blog wrote it, their voices, their priorities don't sound the same as the former Ward 7 city council people. Actually, uh, one of the great examples that was brought up is, is that of Jane Prince. Now, Jane Prince was, she, she was a legislative assistant for former, uh, St. Paul st- State Senator Ellen Anderson, a woman who stood out as far, far to the left of center 20 years ago, like borderline whack doodle far left. The the spouse of Andy Driscoll, who was so far to the left in early 2000 terms. The, I mean, a person who used to do crisis tourism in Nicaragua. Uh, they, they stood out as being far to the left of Minnesota's centers and really kind of on the left of St. Paul politics. And both of them would probably qualify as uh, neither of them could get endorsed in a DFL uh, caucus today. Neither of them would get endorsed. They would both get maced and hauled away. Jane Prince was Ellen Anderson's legislative assistant. And by the way, a standout good one. I mean, the last DFLer I voted for for any reason was Ellen Anderson. It was in a year when my district had no Republican candidate which doesn't narrow it down much, living in St. Paul as I did at the time. And I voted for Ellen Anderson entirely because of the constituent service that Jane Prince gave. Now, no one's ever mistaken Jane Prince for a conservative, unless you are a current Metro DFLer, in which case, like Jacob Fry, like Jane Prince, like Andrea Ratzenfratzen Jenkins, 
Like Lisa Bender and Alondra Cano, the party has moved unbelievably, implausibly, preposterously in a normal world to your left. So meet the new boss in St. Paul. To paraphrase Pete Townsend, same as the old boss, only just just a whole lot more precious media frenzy. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We will be right back. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Experience relief with Genovations Regen, the ultimate solution for chronic pain and wound care. Through cutting-edge technology, Genovations Regen delivers lasting results for those with chronic pain or non-healing wounds. Embrace a pain-free future with Genovations Regen. Visit painfreeegan.com. Many people are searching for the right 401k decisions within these crazy markets. Are you looking for a local community of investors with the right skills that could help build confidence? Make better financial decisions right here in the Twin Cities because you are the best steward of your own own money. Call OTA today to learn more in our free introductory investing class, either in center or virtually at 952-814-4410, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. Been putting off vacation plans because you can't bear to be away from this station? Great news. You can listen to this radio station whenever, wherever, and however you want. Just download the station's app on your Apple or Android device, and your smartphone becomes your radio. Prefer apps like like TuneIn, iHeart, or Odyssey.com? You can find us there as well. Got a smart speaker like Amazon Echo or Google Home? Just say our name and ask it to play this station. Or listen from the radio station website on any device you'd like, even on vacation. We're always on Freedom 1570. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pain, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better-or-your-money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. New guy Jack Tomzak coming up in mere moments. What does he have coming up on the show? Nobody has faxed me the itinerary, so I have no idea. But stay tuned. Listen, you'll find out. (laughs) Also, Brad Carlson, Closer Edition, coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3. By the way... Busy weekend here with the band Elephant in the Room. We played the Coon Rapids VFW last night. That was a lot of fun. We always have a blast out there. Tonight, Bloomington VFW, just east of the uh, Cub on Lindale on 84th, uh, just between Nicollet and Lindale. And, of course, our winter tour continues. Next Friday, we'll be at Shamrocks on West 7th in St. Paul. And a week from tonight, we're going to be at Neeson's in Savage, another one of our favorites. And if you're in the far western suburbs, two weeks from tonight, we're going to be out at the Excelsior Brewing Company in, well, Excelsior. we got people who are looking forward to seeing us at any or all of them. We'd love to have you come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Also, a lot of work. Holy cow, it's been a, a lot of <laughs> hauling gear at the end of a night when it's below zero is, 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 um, <laughs> that'll take the starch out of you, as uh, other guitar players says. Anyway, 651 289 4488, the number to call should you care to join us here. The St. Paul City Council, again, the all female city council, and, and I figure they've solved all the other problems. Probably, probably we, we can move on to bigger, better things. Call me a cynic. Or maybe a realist. I suspect our governing class thinks the not at all new, new and more intersectional councils' um, predictability on ideological matters is more of a feature than a bug. Again, uh, their idea of diversity is someone with different color skin or wearing a skirt. This is Alan Dershowitz's term. Who thinks exactly the same? That's our idea of diversity. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan. Uh, spoke at the installment of the new city council, their inaugural ceremony uh, this uh, past January 9th, saying St. Paul's new all-female city council should be, and I quote, the norm. Well, I mean, if they can oversee getting the streets plowed, if they can oversee crime dropping back down to levels that people in St. Paul can live with, which we used to take somewhat for granted in St. Paul. I mean, we have our outbursts of crime in St. Paul, but it's usually statistically per capita vastly safer than Minneapolis. Even during the Murderapolis days, even in 2020, 2021, St. Paul had levels of crime that made us all kind of go, whoa, until we looked at things across the river. So, so so if if by the norm lieutenant governor flanagan means capable and competent able to actually do the job of governing a major city and making it better than they found it that would be cool i can agree that that would be the kind of norm that we'd like to see i will how I say this, not hold my breath on that, not because they're women, not because they're majority, quote, women of color, not because of any of their intersectional checkboxes, but because they are ideologically, politically, in terms of the policies that they will push out upon all of us residents of St. Paul, they're no different than the people they replace who just keep getting worse and worse and worse. I, I've lived in St. Paul for quite a while now. I've been through many generations of city councils. I have seen the, my former city council representatives, Kiki Sonnen and Paula Maccabee, who were middle-of-the-road DFLers, probably slightly to the left of Norm Coleman or Randy Kelly. You remember when Norm Coleman was a DFLer? That's right. St. Paul Mayor Norm Coleman, before he became a senator and a Republican, was a Democrat, a DFLer. He was far enough to the center where the DFL kicked him out, and so he became a Republican and, and remains so to his to this day, along with his family. But he was a DFLer, along with his, uh, his right-hand man, Randy Kelly, who was so far... To the, he, he probably would have fit in with the John F. Kennedy and Harry S. Truman DFL crowd, which are called Republicans today. Populist Republicans, perhaps, but by golly, they ran a city where the streets got plowed. I mean, for a brief moment there, when I first moved to St. Paul, the streets were in better shape. The uh, roads got plowed faster. The garbage got pick, picked up on time and at a reasonable cost because it was still private sector. Things worked in St. Paul. That was the norm. The St. Paul public school district was by urban school district standards. 30 years ago, when I had a stepchild in the St. Paul school, the St. Paul schools were not bad, better than Minneapolis. Kids got educations, more or less, sort of, kind of. That was the norm. Streets getting plowed. Criminals being put in jail. 
people being able to drive down the street without having to worry about their suspensions being rattled out and their, their fillings being jarred out by potholes multiple times per year. Streets not blocked by burning buildings as riots sweep the area. Uh, and by the way, that was St. Paul's one great shining, perhaps last great shining moment uh, three years ago as Minneapolis is burning and as St. Paul had one night of rioting three days into the larger riot that engulfed Minneapolis, we had one day of it. And the police chief said, you know, we got behind an account, but uh, that's Chief Todd Axtell, former chief. But we're, we're not abandoning anything, no precincts, no streets, no nothing. You try and riot in St. Paul, we're unstated message. We're going to bust some heads. Sorry, Dina Winter. We're going to have a plan and we're going to respond. There, there we go. Now, that was a norm that I think a lot of us could live with. And, and by the way, when I moved to St. Paul in preference to Minneapolis or God help us, Bloomington, I did for those reasons, because the norm in St. Paul just plain made sense. Now, what is the norm in the St. Paul that was impaneled by by Governor Car- uh, Mayor, Mayor Carter and the previous city council, which was some men, some women, some white people, some people of color, some people at various levels, all different levels of the intersectional checking, uh, checking order. The norm became raising taxes to pay for people's medical debts, supporting affordable housing by adding rent control, which confoundingly made rent less affordable, has gutted the supply of affordable housing in the city of St. Paul, even as the housing stock deteriorates, has driven business out of St. Paul. Hey, wait, Grand Avenue is alive and kicking. No, it's not. Shut up. I run a business. You run a coffee shop. The only business any DFLer ever runs is a coffee shop or a political consultancy. No, the norm in St. Paul is marginally less ugly and stupid than the norm in Minneapolis. And the norm in St. Paul that I think Lieutenant Governor Flanagan is uh, pitching for is to make St. Paul just as stupid, myopic, smug, and collapsing as Minneapolis. We'll be watching. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Jack Tomzak up next. Go nowhere. God bless you all. God bless America. It takes teamwork to stay safe on Minnesota roads during the winter. You can help. When you see snowplows at work, slow down. Slower speeds can save lives. Don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles. Keep your headlights on to see and be seen. Avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-901-5563. 800-901-5563. That's 800-901-5563. Are you tired of being told to hang in there on the Wall Street roller coaster because the market always comes back? Meanwhile, fees continue to be deducted from your account while your retirement withers away. 
Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In the film, you'll see how Wall Street's traditional retirement plans and 401ks have failed Americans. But more importantly, you'll discover the solution to protecting your hard-earned wealth and retiring successfully. You'll see how to grow money potentially double digits, beat inflation with increasing income, and when the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. Plus, I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. Chances are she's listening to you right now. But Alexa has a lot of competition. Google Nest or Amazon Echo are two of the best. All you have to do is turn it on and tell it to listen to what you want. This radio station, of course. When she hears our name, we start playing. Remember, it's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's play the Patriot Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. We are AM 1280, the Patriot. AM 1280, the Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.